<laughs> What's up, Los Angeles? It's me, your host, Casey Diaz, at the Shot Collar Podcast. Hey, the reason I'm laughing is because um, we've got a special guest with us today, and uh, I think it's a it's a nice treat. Uh, and this was just out of nowhere, so we're going to get right to it. I think you're going to like it. Here we go. I want to say thank you to all of you guys that um, are chiming in and really uh, becoming a, a just a big support of this podcast and all things Shot Collar. Um, those of you that have put the you know put us on the map with all your reviews, we're about to hit over 420, coming close to that uh, of reviews on Amazon, and who knows how many. Probably 500 easily out there, and uh, we couldn't have done this without your support. We really, um, I, we were beyond excited of how you share the book. It, it's become a modern day track, and um, so we're going to give you some history. And with me today is my business partner in this whole thing that we thought we were just going to put them on uh, on little DVDs and then send them across. You know, small churches, and then God said, "You two are knuckleheads. I got some better plans than than that." And that is Tucker, as you know. Uh, <laughs> um, but here with me is my business partner, Michael Pyatt. What's up, Mike? Man, well, this has been Tucker. Relax. This has been such an <laughs> such an incredible ride. We we're having breakfast this morning, and we got to thinking about the date today. Today is April 2nd, yeah. and April 2nd, two years ago, was the date the book released, and also a number of years ago, Casey? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, a number of years ago, we met. Well, that was when you accepted the Lord. Yes, that's when I accepted the Lord um, many years ago, and God's way of doing things is just so unique that he uses certain elements, certain things, right? In our case, is the same day that I get, get born again, and that's when it becomes the release of the Shock Holler book. But And we've been through some some pretty up and downs in the oh making of gosh. this book. Well, if, if we get ourselves together, we'll get the second book out, <laughs> and it'll tell all of you guys all the stuff we went through for the six years leading up to uh, when we had a manuscript to present to publishers. And it's really, a, it's an amazing story. It's an amazing story of ups and downs and sideways. But God had his hand on this thing from the very beginning, just the very beginning, from the first time Casey and I met when I stopped by your sign shop. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm driving down the street. I went to visit my mom. And I'm driving down the street back to the office, and Casey had opened a little sign shop about two blocks from Mom's house. And uh, I drive by, and I see him sitting there and his door open, and I circled the block and came back, and I thought I'd go in and give him a little business. You know, I, I kind of knew him, not really well. I, he was the dad of uh, a friend of my daughter's, you know, and I'd see him from time to time, but we weren't friends. We never really talked. And I went in there and we got our business done and he looked at me real funny 
<laughs> and decided to go ahead and share my story. And, and you know, and here's the thing. Um, if, if you know us and, and if you've researched the book and, and the whole story thing, you know, you know that uh, I'm Hispanic and, and, and uh, Michael's uh, Caucasian. And when, to me, in my little brain, when God starts to tell me to share my story with him, and just to give you a little background, so one of his daughters uh, is my oldest daughters that, that were best friends at that time, and they're still really great friends now. Well, well, here's here's um uh, these two little girls who have been doing life in, in in um you know in school, and they sleep over at each other's homes. They're having a great time, and here's Michael in front of me at the shop. And my thought is, if I share my story with this guy, that's going to be the end of their relationship, and it's just. It's a dumb thought, you know, because people, some people really actually do dumb stuff. Yeah. But I went ahead and, and, and shared my, uh, my, uh, my story with him. And, and the next thing I know, um, he invites me to go share the story at his place of business. And, well, that's really where it all picks up. Yeah, the, the following Monday... The following Monday, uh, Casey was in my office. And he was installing the signs that we agreed to, and I came in in the morning, and and we do a Monday morning managers meeting at nine o'clock, and this was eight o'clock in the morning, and he's there in his coveralls doing his job, and uh, I'd been thinking about what he told me, which was the previous Wednesday. I've been thinking about it every day, and I thought this is. Uh, this is an amazing story. How how come it's not in a book or a movie? This is people need to hear this. I I think I wasn't sure yet, and I asked him. I said, "Could you come into my manager's meeting and tell your story?" And he was a little bit taken by that, but after a little conversation, he said he would. And I had about I think twenty five people in the room, and and I set myself back far enough in the room that I could see everybody in the room, and I wanted to. I wanted to note their reaction to his story because it's a story of, of change and what, what human beings can do differently, and that's kind of the business I'm in is changing people. And he began to tell the story. And uh, a number of the people in the room, I think, were a little shocked that the sign man and his coveralls is in conducting a meeting, <laughs> a meeting with us. In all honesty, I thought, you know, they're probably thinking, Who's this guy? Is this the janitor? Why is he sitting right next to? Why is he sitting right there in in the middle of a conference room? That's what that's what I was going through my my head at that that moment. It was <laughs> it was just an interesting thing. And it, and as he began to tell the story, I was listening. And we got about fifteen minutes, twenty minutes into the story. And uh, I grew up as a reasonably conservative Christian, and uh, I'm sitting there and I can hear God speaking to me like I could hear you right now, Casey. And he said, I want you to help this man get his story out. And I said, oh, well, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm really busy. I got a lot of stuff going on. I got five kids. I got a business. I can't do that. And about 10 minutes later, here it comes again. 
says, I want you to help this man get his story out. And this time I said, I'm not even sure if it's true. I mean, I'm, I don't know the, I don't really know this guy that well. I don't know the veracity of it. I mean, I'm not sure. I don't want to get involved in that whole end of it. And uh, five or 10 minutes later, here he comes again. I want you to help this man get his story out. Now this time, I had a whole separate level of excuses, and, and it was the fact that I didn't know what I'm doing. I have no experience in that. I worked at the studios when I was younger, but I was a truck driver. <laughs> I wasn't a producer or a writer. I don't know what to do with this. And I said, no, no. And then I'm looking. I'm sitting, in the, sitting there listening to the story, and, and he's telling the story. And, it's, and you, you all know the story, and, and we're to a very emotional part of the story. And I look across the table, and my wife was looking at him, not at me, and she had tears running down both her cheeks. And God came to me again. He says, I want you to help this man get his story out. And I'm watching the tears streaming down her cheeks, and I said, okay, I will. And I mean, you know, um, here we are celebrating our second birthday to this book release, which has um, you know, changed the lives of, of many people. Uh, we get emails and messages through social media of, of people who either read the book, gave the book away, uh, read it and then gave, it, gave the book away, and then we hear from either party uh, and somebody either got born again or their their life um, has been changed uh, or rededicated because they read a story. And I think, you know, st storytelling is so so unique and it's so important um, when you're telling a story, how you tell the story. You know, when we're having breakfast this morning, uh, man, my dog is all over the place this, during this podcast. He's crazy. <laughs> He's crazy. Uh, but... You were sharing your early struggle in your own personal life when you know when you when you started your, your own company and, and and I'm sitting there listening to you and I'm just like whoa how how unique how unique and and how how um how is it that you share the same business owners all across. Those that stuck to the to, to the plan, to the goal, and met their goals, and continue to meet, you know, those written goals, we all share something very similar, and that is, we just don't give up. That's it. We just don't give up, and whatever we utilize, things, you know, like in your case, uh, I loved hearing how you played, you know, footage from the Rocky movie, <laughs> and, and uh, uh, footage from. Uh, 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 what's the movie? Chariots of, Chariots of Fire. And there's a scene in there that just you started to play over and over again. And I'm going, how many of us have done that? Well, I, I sit with a lot of business owners as, as well as you do. And, and throughout the years, you hear their story and it almost mimics our story. Yeah. Individually, differently, right? Yeah. But we all have that same spirit of one, we're risk takers, and two, we just don't give up. And in the in the planning of this book, because 
you know, when you see somebody's book, you go, oh, and they just sat down, wrote it, and boom, published, <laughs> right? Because yeah, you right. see the finished product. Right, right, right. But that's not what happened to us. <laughs> no, this, was, this, this started eight and a half years ago. And our original idea, as you alluded to already, was to uh, was to shoot a DVD or shoot a little tape of him doing the story and put it on a DVD and hand it out. That was that was where we were, and now the book is it's not just a bestseller; it's a life changer. People are using it to hand out to people that are lost. I mean, we get letters from chaplains in prison saying it's changed, it's changed the texture of the entire prison by I, that they can't keep enough in their library. I mean, we get these all the time. Yeah, and, and to have that kind of an impact on the world around you, you know, the first six years of this adventure that we've been on were ugly. You wouldn't like to have gone on it. It was ugly. Mm. It was hard. It was. It was tough business-wise. It was tough personally. It was tough physically. It was tough mentally, emotionally, spiritually. It was just hard. But the last two and a half years have been incredible. I mean, it's we're, we, we, we sit in meetings and we listen to people and we're watching people that are, I mean, we get this, this movie thing is coming along. This will yeah. be in a movie before too long. And, and we're looking at this going, this is amazing. Well, Anything in life worth doing is going to cost you a whole lot, and you're probably going to pay for it up front. You're yeah, not sure. going to pay for it as you go or later. <laughs> you're, going to, you're going to pay the price up front, yeah. and you're paying for what you're going to enjoy later. And I, I got to tell all of you listening to this, this is the first time I've said on your podcast, this has been one of the great three great adventures of my life, and I have had such a joy being part of this, especially the last two and a half years, once we got this, we had to hire a writer and get it in a manuscript and then get a, uh, what do they call it, a publication agent, publicist, to take yeah. it out and get turned down by... A, a literary agent. A li that's what it was, <laughs> a literary agent. And then get turned down by who knows how many publishers oh, geez. until somebody yeah. says, you know what, this is really special. Yeah. And then it turned and then it changed and then things started happening and it's... That's you ever want to be successful? Plan on a tough road to begin with. It's all rocky and ugly for a long time until it isn't. Until it isn't, and we're almost until it isn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're about until it. We're about well, we are. We we're, are. Yeah, we're we're, we're in that. There's so much fun stuff happening. I wish I wish we were just at liberty to share it all with all of you. Yeah, but there's so much cool stuff lining up. Yeah. <laughs> and it and it looks to us like this story that God did in Casey's life through Francis Proctor and the other people that were involved is going to be told all over the place. It, it it may be told globally, worldwide. And you know, and and we've had you know the the beginning of the release of the of the book really opened up doors for us. I yeah. mean, we we ended up going all over uh just really neat places. I remember getting the invitation from the White House and then Fox and Friends and Laura Ingram and uh, Sean Hannity. <laughs> 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 uh, there's a, there's a uh, inside joke with that. Uh, but, you know, we, uh, Huckabee, 
Metaxas, Eric Metaxas, who became a really good friend of ours. But these these doors just, you know, opened uh, on us, and and we know that God was the one that opened those doors. Oh yeah. But I like what you just said. Planned, plan ahead for a rocky road. Whenever you set yourself to to finish something, to complete a a, a mission, a goal, it's never a cakewalk. No. You you need to have some crocodile skin and you're going to get some bumps and bruises and some some, some black eyes along the process and you got to tough it tough it out and man but to be in this this stage that we're in now where this film is in development in the hands of real Hollywood, you know, producers and and Jeez, man, I wish yeah, we could people, share. People that know what they're doing. People that know that, yeah, because we have no clue, people. We, well, we're better, we're better than we were when we started. Yeah. We, I can tell you that. We kind of we learned on the way. Yes. Well, we, we know how to launch a book now. Well, we do know how to, yeah, there's some things we there's know some how things. to do. So yeah. that's why we're working on the second and hopefully the third book. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so those are exciting things. And you, you know, the learning process of it, uh, I enjoy it because every day along this road of, book to movie to who knows what else is going to happen uh, now um there is i don't know if you and i know that you journal i know that you write down you're you're uh, already writer and so am i i i i jot down things along the, the the path that we've been on you know because they're they're pivotal they're important yeah. and, and i think that they, they make us they they the struggle you know, and the second book that we're making right now is how the shot collar book even came to place and the process that it took because it wasn't an easy road. And there were there you're gonna find out in the second book the 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 shock factor. Because if you think that, you know, the enemy is gonna sit there in a in a lazy chair and cross his arms and legs and he's gonna be okay with you putting out something that's going to glorify God. Well, you got it all mixed up because there was an outright assault uh, uh, on both of our lives throughout this process. And um, well, I'm not going to tell you much more of that. You're just going to have to wait for, for the book to release. But boy, did we go through some things, but we're in a place right now that is just, we, we sit down and we have these breakfast meetings <laughs> And just, they're full of laughter. Oh now. my goodness! We yeah. used to be pulling our hair out, whatever hair we have, <laughs> and now they're just full of laughter. I, I, it, for any of you out there that are trying to trying to accomplish something, or trying to get something going, or starting a business, or or whatever that deal is that you're doing, beginning a family, you know that's one of the great adventures I got to be on was having five kids. It's it's. You, you can bet that it's going to be hard, and that's what makes it worth it. Because through the process, that, that's why thieves always screw up. They steal what you have because they think if they steal what you have, they can have what you have. But it's not the stuff. It's how you feel about you, hmm. how you believe in your abilities and your stick to and your relationship with God. They can't take that. Nobody can take that away. But see, nobody gives that to you. You're going to have to earn that in the struggle. 
Go buy yourself eight or 10 books of successful people and they all read the same. They all read the same. They go, I tried, I failed, I got back up, maybe one or two or three times, and then I finally succeeded. That'll be 25 bucks, please. <laughs> <laughs> and they do it over and over and over. And after a while, you know, you go, you know, I'm not the brightest guy in the world, but I, 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 can, I can try and fail. And then I can get back up and try again. I, I, we, we were talking this morning about starting off in business, and I shared some stuff with Casey that I hadn't shared before. But when I, when I signed my first lease for an office space, it was so intimidating. And it wasn't even a complicated lease. It was probably five or six pages, not like the 30 pages, 40 pages you sign now. And in the upper right-hand corner was the total amount I owed over the next three years. And it scared me to death because I'm thinking, I'm not even sure if I can be successful here. I'm not even sure I can make a living here. And already I owe more money than I've ever owed in my life. And I'd come into my office and I'd do early in the morning whatever I needed to do to get my head right. And one of the things we were talking this morning, I made a videotape with it was four or five scenes out of Rocky Three, and then it ended with the closing scene of Chariots of Fire while he's running. And if you're familiar with the movie or if you haven't, yeah, you got to watch it. it. Certainly, you've all seen Rocky, but not all of you have seen Chariots of Fire. It was an Academy Award winner, true story. And the guy was supposed to be a missionary. He ended up as a missionary, and his sister wanted him to go to China with her and and so it's a voiceover as he's running this 400 meter, which is a hard race. And as he's running, he's, he's doing a voiceover and he's talking to her and he says, Ginny, I know God made me for a purpose. But when I run, I feel his pleasure. And that's, you, you got to find out what you were made to accomplish here. You got to find that out and you got to go after it. Because then you become the person you need to become in the process. It, this is a whole lot more than just paying bills and making money and buying a nice car and getting a house with more square footage than you can use. It's a whole lot more than that. It's about you fulfilling whatever it is you're supposed to be here. And I, we talked about this a lot. I, I believe if you're a Christian, you're uh, immortal until your job's done. Wow. Whatever that is. It's you're immortal, and you're and, and and when it's time for you to go home, you're going, whether you're wearing a mask or not, <laughs> you're right. whether you had your vaccination or not, you're going home. <laughs> and, and this is why I hang out with uh, Michael Pyatt a lot, man. Uh, just uh, uh, I, I'm the guy, I'm the opposite. I'm the guy that's filled with useless information. This guy over here <laughs> is just a, a, a an incredible amount of wisdom and and structure and and just a. Uh, a Finnish fighter um, and continues to learn. And, and, and that's the kind of people that you really want to surround yourself with. You know, uh, uh, my story starts off with hanging out with knuckleheads. And, and you know, I remember my, my mom uh, telling me there's a phrase in Spanish, um, and it, it, it translates uh, very similar to, to the English language. But it's, it, it basically it says, um, uh, tell me who you hang out with. I'll tell you who you are. And that is the thing, you know, if you hang out with people that are going nowhere, if you're hanging out with people that have no vision, um, no, no set goals, uh, and they're just kind of walking through life um, without a point, uh, well, 
that's how you're going to end up. And, and you don't want to go that route. You want to change those relationships. And I would suggest changing them very quickly. It's not an easy thing to do. I, I get it because we're, we're so caught up in those moments and the friendships that we develop throughout life. But if all you're hanging out with is toxic people, the chances of you becoming, you know, well, intoxicated with that kind of mentality and, and uh, a lazy or lethargic kind of approach to life, well, that's going to be you. And why would you want that? And so here I am with somebody that, that uh, you know, our friendship uh, is, is, is so cool. Um, you know, I think people laugh at us, uh, how we hang out. Uh, uh, he was dancing as the intro song came on, and, and I'm just here. I wanted to bust up laughing, you know, because this is the happy moment that we're in yeah. with the story and where it's going, where God has placed it in the hands of, of people that know what they're doing. <laughs> and and um, we're just having a great time in that, you know. And, and there's there's still you know a bit of struggle uh, uh, here and there, but we know and we see it from afar. You know, there, there's this uh, um, a story in, in in the Bible of a prophet that's you know sending his servant to go see uh, Elijah. Right? He's sending his his servant. Uh, how's the clouds looking? Does it look like it's going to rain? Storm coming. You know, yeah, and the sermon keeps coming back uh, left and right and saying, no, I don't see nothing. And uh, until he sends a servant on, I believe, the seventh time, and the servant comes with a happy report that he sees a cloud the size of a man's hand, of a fist, right? And, and that's enough for this prophet to go, then it it's going to rain. Here it comes. And that's what you need, right? You, you need to surround yourself with people that go, it's going to happen. Yeah. It, we're going to make it, yeah. you know. Uh, I don't know how many times people um, in my life uh, said, you know, you should write a book. You should write a book. And some of them came on board, but then fell off. Yeah. They, they just didn't have the staying power or the finish power. And it wasn't until uh, I met you and... You were the the reason, and I strongly believe that the reason why this wasn't made any sooner, one was because of the time issue, uh, because, well, time, it, it needs to take its place and its form, and it has to be the right time. And so you came at a pivotal moment where it was the right time with the right person to not only start this story, but then finish it. And here we are, uh, eight and a half plus years later, wow. in a development of a motion picture film that's attached to this book and um man it, it's exciting uh to see uh what's taking place and i'm really thankful dude for for your life and and the friendship that we've developed throughout the, this this time um man uh god's got big plans and what, what an adventure this has been yeah. i mean it's you know if you look at your life it, it should be made up of adventures <laughs> and this is such an incredible adventure to be on. I mean, we, we're, you know, we study the script and we study the end of the movie and we, you know, because we can see it in our heads pretty clear at this point. And, and we both believe that when this thing comes out, there's going to be people sitting in a theater, 
right there, just giving their life to the Lord in a movie theater. Well, they'll be weeping in a movie theater. And you think, how does that happen? Well, we're just, it's, it's, we're just part of it. God did this story. He did it in Casey's life. And he wants it out there. And he wants it told. And it's going to be told. And it is affecting people right now. So many, I, the stuff we read, the things that are happening, it's just, it, it's, it's absolutely wonderful to be a part of something that changes lives and, and something you're proud of. And I just, I encourage you, if you're involved in something, go for it. Complete it. Finish it. The worst thing you can do is stop in the middle because then you develop a habit of stopping and quitting. And most of America is mm. made up of people that quit and wait, waiting for the government to take care of them and send them a check. And we got a guy right now that'll send you a check, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but but, but define, defining what you're all about and yeah. what you're trying to accomplish and then getting it done is really one of the greatest feelings you could have other than salvation. It is really an incredible feeling to get an adventure and clear the top of the hill and start looking and seeing what God has in store. And it's it looks pretty good from to me from right here. It looks good to me as well, man. Uh, you know, and man, uh, I, I wish we could share with the, you know, those that are listening in, <laughs> the people that are, on, that, that are about to get on board uh, the people that are on board uh, through this process of, of this film. Wow. Um, and we just got to muscle, muzzle our, our, <laughs> our mouths. Our enthusiasm. Our enthusiasm. <laughs> it's the hardest thing, man. When you know what you know and you can't share it, geez, man, that, that's that's pretty difficult. But but it's exciting at the, at the same time. Yeah. And the partnerships that we've gotten uh, through, the, the, through this process, I mean, I just got out of a Zoom meeting with the folks at um, – God uh, got inside prison, uh, and these folks—they're going to put the podcast, the book. They want to put a te- uh, a um, devotional, a video devotional of the story, uh, and they're doing all the work uh, on that end. It's amazing, and we're going to be on these tablets, man, on these tablets in over six thousand prisons in the United States. That's just incredible. You know, and one of one of the ladies, her name's Haley. She she says, uh, just yesterday, over two hundred and fifty hours were spent on this tablet. So that's a lot of hours of people tuning in. That's just on one, you know, forum, and uh, you know they they got a somebody, one of their friends, ran into the book that we wrote. And said, "You gotta, you gotta, you gotta listen to this guy, and you gotta, you gotta research this guy, and 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 uh, see if you get him, you know, uh, to say yes to partnering up uh, with us." And that's how they got a hold of us. And and man, uh, that's so powerful to 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 think that there's going to be maximum security prisons, mid and and low level prisons that are going to get their hands on this story. Wow! And Jesus. Is going to use them. Those are those famous words, man. Jesus loves you, and He's going to use you. And it started with one little lady, Francis. Yep. And now it's going to cell blocks across America, man. There's 10.6 million Americans that go through the prison system every year, and currently there's 2.3 million incarcerated. That's a lot of people 
that could potentially become Christians and their their eternity sealed forever. What 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 I mean doesn't get more exciting than that. Uh-uh. Um, but man, uh, you know, guys, thank you so much. Um, you got any parting words, man? Uh, well. This is a lot better than DVDs handed out to the masses, I tell you. <laughs> when we see our book being used and we see the shot caller logo and we just we shake our head. And, and for HarperCollins to release it, they didn't know. But for them to release it on the same day that, that Casey came to a knowledge of the Lord, I mean, God has such a plan. He just has such a plan. And he's using this story. And all of you out there are part of it. You're all part of it. We appreciate you. Yeah, we, we really do. Again, you guys, if uh, you uh, would like to sponsor this podcast, it's very easy. Go to the website, kcds.net. Click on the podcast button there. And when you do that, it's going to take you to the support button. You click on that one. It gives you three ways to become a monthly supporter. We'd love for you to jump on board. And uh, we appreciate every every, you know, Whatever God puts in your heart, that's really what, what it's all about. But thank you so much, and thank you, Michael, man, for being here with me. And um, you're going to be hearing more about Mike. I think uh, I want to have you more over here, man. Cause, Anytime. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's it's a blast, uh, and I, I'm glad that God put that in your heart to do this episode. But, hey, you guys, um, thank you so much for joining us today. And as I always say at the conclusion of every episode, you know what I'm about to say. It's no secret. Everybody knows. Everybody in Los Angeles knows. Keep Jesus first. Love you guys. <laughs>